That's how you want to come on here? Hey, I really overthought it. I was like, okay, I'm going to say this. Kid listen, this. it's not as easy as you think, bro. I'm trying to tell you. It did not go how I thought it was. You sound like a man on a jazz radio station. You're not listening to the <laughs> and Jay podcast. You're not. <laughs> like, that's how you sound, bro. <laughs> Anyway, man, yeah, I guess that was a good little intro. Today, man, we got another open forum episode. So today we have Sherman Wilder, Laura Montez, and the Lamar Newton. Hey, why are you saying like I'm a guest, bro? Stop trying to. Hey, we have the Lamar Newton. <laughs> hey, no, stop trying to say that I'm a guest. <laughs> I don't know, bro. That one, the way you did that intro, bro, I'm about to go solo dolo. I do my own thing, man. I will sell more records than you. So, <laughs> and I'm gonna win. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, go ahead, Lamar. So we, like y'all know, we were talking before we got the podcast started, and which y'all said perfectly, like helped me, like led to the quote I use. I heard it through a podcast that I was listening to earlier this week, but it was a guest on. I want to say it was a cruise season. I was listening to or Child by T podcast, but it was some guest on there and she was like just talking about herself, like all the bad stuff she went through and like the negatives and stuff like that. And she was like, what the quote or what she said, I guess like, I'm quoting, she said, you got to collect the dots, connect the dots and um, change the dots or something like that. Kind of, let me see. Yeah. Connect the dots. Yeah. Yeah. Connect, collect the dots, connect the dots and then change the dots so pretty much how i saw it like you got to gather like everything that you're going through dealing with uh, that's everything on your plate then connect them like when they say connect them i guess you meant understand them and then at the end change them by like moving forward and fixing the problem gotcha yeah it makes sense Cause usually people just say can you gotta connect the dots but she broke it down to like three parts like collect them connect them and then fix them pretty much so what is what do y'all think like the collecting part is like basically like sitting down and like evaluating everything in your life yeah and then so you can know what you're like pinpoint the different things that you're going through yeah that's i can't really relate to that honestly like for real uh like sometimes especially since i graduated even in school but like so i graduated i began so like stressed where you get like you know minor anxiety where you just have why are you thinking about his work like one of my coworkers was saying that she's been so busy and like she started having dreams of work like i'm i'm telling her i used to i used to do the same thing i used to go to 
I used to go to sleep, bro. I used to dream about work because I have so much. I just had so much on my plate until like, on the weekends and stuff. I just realized, sit down and collect yourself, make a list of things you need to do. So that's the collecting and connected, which is like taking the next steps and moving move forward with it rather than just like taking everything all all, all at once. I really. But he was just taking time to myself to think and figure everything out. And I wasn't having, like, my, my brain wasn't going 100 miles per hour at one time. It allowed me, allowed me to take a break and think. So, well, that's good. I like that one. So, when y'all have, um, I guess, times in your life where you have to sit and collect and connect or they can be, I guess they can be referred to as like negative aspects or negative um, times in your life. How, how do, like, how do y'all deal with those type of situations? Do you, are you the type to like sit, collect, and connect, or are y'all the type to just get down and do what you have to do, but you're not really spending time for yourself to like really think through it? Sherman, any thoughts? Uh, for me, um, I guess <clears throat> collecting that negative, you know, aspects in your life, um, thoughts or just current situations, it's like <clears throat> sometimes get hard because it's like so much going on and like, you know, collecting them. <clears throat> sometimes you try to, I guess, veer away from it because it's like I don't want to worry about all that stuff. And then when you want to connect it, sometimes to me means connect is like, why am I feeling this way or or stuff like that? And sometimes you don't want that, that, that kind of like negativity in your mind. So for me, it's kind of hard to, to cope sometimes. Sometimes I just move forward. Like, you know, like Mark said, like move, uh, change the dots around. So I try to move forward without actually collecting everything. And that kind of messes to me. It's like that makes a big picture uh, when you connect the dots and you know, change them everything, the picture comes out messed up and then start to start back over. Do I have any specific like coping mechanisms that y'all y'all use? Like I know some people when they when they deal with certain type of situations, I heard like breathing helps. Um or they heard like some people like to go on walks. That's kinda of, that's kinda of mine. One of my work. And I and I hit like a um, a point where I need to you know I hit a stopping point and I've been working hard and I can get those headaches from looking at when I'm looking at the computer all day, I kind of go and take like a little mile walk or whatever to get my mind right. And I come back and I feel like refreshed. Or some people use coffee or tea. So, yeah, I was just thinking because I, I kind of want to get into the breathing. Um, so I heard it does help when not just like stress, but a lot of other things. Um, but exercise helps me as well. That's kind of how I do it. Uh, that's not kind of how I cope with any type of stress or any type of negative activities. Breathing does not help me at all. Breathing? Really? Yeah, breathing does do nothing for me. But it's just like... I've tried. I've tried, but I feel like the only time breathing helps is when I don't even realize like, I have to breathe. Like When I'm super, super mad. I feel like it's really when I was younger. Like You know when you're so mad that you want to cry? Like, you just like... Like, I haven't done it in a while, but I feel like when I was younger, like I used to have to do that because 
I was a little hot-headed growing up, so... I, I don't know, know, I feel like... Like, when you mad and you try to read the comment yourself down, I feel like it's more... I feel like it pumps you up more to make you matter. Like, I remember I remember when one time <laughs> me and Lamar was at a tailgate and I had to actually... <laughs> I had to breathe, bro, because I was about to get... I was real mad for a reason that I'm not about to talk about on the podcast. But... I actually, I actually remember now. I didn't think about it, but thinking back now, I'm like, I remember being like, bro, like, I gotta leave, bro, because I'm about to do something. But no, it's like just different ways. I don't know, but then like you said, you also brought up working out. Working out used to be a good coping me- mechanism for me, but it does nothing for me no more. Dude, I got too lazy, so I don't really work out no more. But I would say. <laughs> <laughs> you just not gonna work out no more like you just <laughs> no i was gonna say like i had to like like when i would get like in my head a lot or when i had like outside stresses trying to like come onto me i would like go in with the like intention of working out playing like a good playlist so i have like different mixes that i play so i get they put me like in a different mood when i'm working out but, like, also for me, when I work out, I can't do, like, the same routine. Like, I can't, like, have, like, a designated day or, like, a a same pattern because, like, my body gets used to it. And then, like, I'm literally, like, wasting my time at the gym. So I have to, like, just change it up or whatever, like, what I feel natural to me to do, do like, when I go to the bank or something. But also, like, last year, I started going on walks. I got the park and I would, like, play podcasts while I would walk. It would be like a conversation of like a, I guess, intellectual conversation with myself, just like listening to like good, good topics and good conversation to like just enjoy nature. Because like being in the pandemic, I hadn't been, been outside in a while in general. So like I enjoyed just like going outside and like being on my own time and on my own schedule. I will say what, what you just said was actually like how I actually uh got into listening to podcasts. Um, like when COVID started, I would go on walks, I go on runs because see me, when I'm working out in the gym, like lifting weights, I can listen to like trap music and whatever I want to listen to. But when I'm running, I feel like if I listen to trap music, I'd be trying to run to the beat. <laughs> I'd be trying to go, to, I'd be going too fast. <laughs> so I'd be having to listen to like, when I want to go, like I'm sprinting, okay, that's fine. But if I want to go on a, like a nice little jog, I gotta listen to calmer music because it makes my, like it calms my body down. But then it got to the point to where um, I feel like I was wasting a couple, you know, like 30, 45 minutes running where I could be kind of listening to stuff or informing myself or educating myself. So that's when, like, sometimes I listen to podcasts when I'm running. So while I'm running, I can actually be, you know, either reading books or I can listen to whatever podcast we're listening to. That, so that's actually probably like 2020 when I first started, started listening to podcasts when COVID hit. And like I said, it just came from me going on walks and running and then trying to get other things to listen to rather than like trap music or stuff like that. So I started doing podcasts and then here we are. Let's get active, man. So you said when you're running fast, you listen to fast music. And when you got a jog or the slow down, you listen to like slower music like i i actually found myself like not even that i try to do it but if i found myself like say i'm going on a, a six mile run six mile jog right and i'm listening to fast music i feel like my mind is going fast and i'm trying to like 
not only my, my mind going fast thinking of the song, but I'm like trying to rap the song while I'm running, and this is just too much. I, I'm running out of breath. I, I promise. But then when I listen to calmer music, uh, like it really like it relaxes my body, and I'm not thinking as much, and my mind isn't going as fast. And it's probably it's probably a mental thing. It's probably nothing but mental. But yeah, when when I when I run, I want to run slower for a longer amount of time. I find myself being more productive when I listen to. Um, slower music to ease my mind. When you're walking, what do you listen to? Like the tempo? If I'm walking, I usually, I hate walking. I literally hate walking so much. Uh, I much rather run. But if I'm, if I'm walking, I will listen to a podcast probably because it, it'll put my mind on something else besides like, I, I don't want to walk to finish the podcast. Podcasts are usually like what, 45 minutes to an hour. So, I run. I don't run for longer than forty-five minutes, thirty minutes. So I usually don't finish the whole the whole podcast. But if I'm walking, usually I'll finish the whole podcast because it takes longer for me to walk. But yeah, usually if I'm walking, I listen to a podcast. So what you're saying is I gotta listen to like you know some R&B music. So, I'm not saying you gotta do nothing. I'm just saying what helps me. <laughs> or I gotta listen to. Uh, we got like Jerbo. <laughs> is that what, Lauren? Oh, I, I, said, I said, but you said you hate walking. So, like, do you find yourself like being sluggish or like having to drag yourself, like, to finish walking? Yeah, like if I'm walking, it's because I'm either warming up for a workout, cooling down from from a workout. That's really it. Like, I don't really be if I if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna go work out, I'm gonna go run or like go to the gym and lift weights. I don't really walk that much unless somebody wants to walk with me. I honestly hate walking. The, I you know what I mean, dude. I'm talking about like going and walk for workout. Like, you know, people walk for workouts. I don't like doing that. I feel like I feel like you should not walk no more than five to ten minutes for like a warm up. But I hate running though. So I started like, you know, you know, like, like cycle. I just stand up and cycle, front and back. Because in like, my mind, yeah, in my mind, I'm like, say I'm. I'm I'm walking. See, I have three miles I want to finish. Like, it's a three-mile trail. If I walk it, it's going to take me 45 minutes to do. And I'm in my mind, I'm thinking, man, if I run this, I can burn more calories and finish it in less than 30 minutes. So I'm like, why would I walk it? I'm just going to run it and finish it. So that's my mindset. I just, walking honestly just takes too long for me. I just, I don't have, I guess I don't have a enough of an attention span to just sit there and walk for miles and miles. Because I know some people that, that get up in the morning and they'll walk five or six miles or an afternoon walk five or six miles and that's the workout for the day. And that just don't really work for me. I'd much rather run three miles and get it done and go about my day. Probably because we ain't got the same knees. <laughs> okay. Knees ain't happening, man. <laughs> I got some bad knees. What, man? That's I can't see. Oh, but I got you, you, got no, you ain't got no Magnes? <laughs> I try practice, man. It just don't work. It just don't work. Don't work. But no, I'd say, uh, like, I guess like, music is pretty much everybody's coping. And But mine's kind of different. Like, I can listen to, like, sad or slow music, like, warming up or running or running fast. But, like, once I actually start my workout where I know I'm about to, like, I'm trying to, like, get work hard, I play the fast music. And then 
when I'm slowing down, I play the slow music. But also outside of like working out, like when I feel like I'm mad or just like not really feeling like myself, then I play like some chill music. But it, it's some fast songs that can still, I feel like they don't really rev me up. They still help calm me down. So but I guess it just really depends like the environment and then what you're listening to really. Cause like you said you were like walking, but you're the run, but it's based on what you're listening to. So like, okay, now how would it be like, say for instance, you're not working out. What would you, what would you listen to or like the tempo of the music you would listen to based on your mood or if something happened negatively to you, what would you listen to? Yeah. Yeah, like Lauren said, it would be based on my mood, but whatever I'm like, man, move for, I want to listen to old school music. If I want to listen to like my slow, you know, party next door type music, or if I want to listen to my Jerobo, uh, Dirk type music, it just depends what I'm in the mood for. You know, some moves I just, you know, I just want to chill. And uh, sometimes I just don't, I should, sometimes I want to turn up. It just depends on my mood and what I'm doing. <laughs> Uh, where like where I'm where I'm going, so and what time of day it is, and just and all that all that factors into one thing. It just depends on my mood. All right, so like let me flip it a little bit, because we're talking about how like we cope with ourselves with the negatives, but what if someone brought the negative energy to you or in like in situations? So how would you like confront that situation? Are you like aggressive where it's like all bargaining and stuff or you're you're open like actually have a conversation and like get to the bottom of it or is like you move on from it and don't let it bother you like you just ignore it i mean my initial response like i'm non-confrontational so i've always tried to avoid conflict like situation yeah i I think i think for me it comes from like where does like if somebody comes at me with anger my first thing is where like where does their anger derive from and like should I be mad about it? Because I'm not gonna lie, I was opposite. I've been opposite for I feel like I'm I've been confrontational to my to my default. <laughs> Sometimes for no reason, but I'm getting better at it, you know. Um but I don't mind confrontation. I actually like it, honestly. So, yes, but I'm just saying, man. I like I like to see how people when people are pushing against the wall. How how do they react? Like, I I like I like to see like I like to pressure people to see like when you up up against that wall. Like how how you can react? So, do you like pushing buttons? Yes. Well, he did not push buttons. No. <laughs> if you ever play basketball with me, you know I push buttons. I'm be, I'm be that person that's going to get you thrown out the game. And he tries. Who? <coughs> I'm yeah, sorry. That's it from Reggie. <laughs> yeah, Reggie. Yeah. Anyway, so you team Reggie? You're team a good people podcast, sir? Don't unmute. Right. Speak speak your chest. Who team you on? Yeah, speak your chest. I'm team. I'm team. Uh, uh, dark skin. So everybody, (laughs) both both sides. It's all right, bro. Look, 
Y'all heard it. We won't beat competition. Hey, but honestly, though, hey, Sherman, you, you can go there, too. We'll pick up one. So, we straight. We'll take Lauren. Beat y'all. First, first man off the bench. Third man, third man off the bench. Yeah. You might not want to get off the bench, because if you don't play... It's going to be a massacre. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, I, I guess I would say that too. Like, I'm not. I feel like I'm yeah, I'm confrontational too. Like, if someone says something crazy to me or like do something that I wouldn't like respect, I'll. I'm kind of like the first one like to jump into something. That's like uh, how. Um, More is the first and the second. I get in the third. <laughs> and the third. The whole squad. The whole squad. <laughs> That's like what Hogan was saying. Like, uh, if if he gets kicked out, it's my fault. Because it's something I did. <laughs> I no, I, I feel you. I feel you because, like, if somebody comes at me with disrespect, my first thing is not going to be, like, let's talk this out. It's going to be, well, you won't be disrespectful. I'm coming at you with the same disrespect. But then, but, it, but, it, but it, yeah, for real. But if, it's, but, it, but if it's something that I really don't care about and I think it's like a misunderstanding, it depends on the environment. But usually I'm going to be like, Bro, like, what, what are you even talking about? Like, See, no, because then I, like, I, still can, I still can decipher that. Because, like, it can, like, if it's something little, like, you bump me and, like, you get aggressive. Well, I don't think that's not. Well, I'm trying to. That's a, very, that's a very confrontational. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's very good. I'm trying to think of a scenario where, like, it's not worth it. But, like, if it's something little and I don't, like, you tripping over at me for nothing, then I'm be like, bro, what, like, I'm getting mad because I'm like, where you like type of thing? Like, why are you talking to me about it? I don't care. So I think that would kind of rev me up. I can't think of a situation where I was I was thinking that too. What are you saying? No, I said I think I have a scenario. So let's say for instance, like, okay, let's say like we're all we're all talking right now, like in a group, and then let's say like you know like we're talking about a, a certain experience, but like. Lamar, only me you know about that experience, and like it's something that you don't want to brought up around everybody else. But like we already talked about it, and then let's say like I end up saying it like verbatim, like the specifics, and then I make you feel the way because you're like, dang, I didn't really want nobody else to know about that. So now you're kind of like turned off by the conversation because you don't want to talk about it. So then how would you like approach it after the fact? Because like we talked about something and then I brought it to the group, but it was kind of like a one-on-one conversation. That nobody else supposed to know about. That would make me mad. Like that's like that would make me mad, but I probably wouldn't care how I are. If you told it like most likely people you told it to somebody like I probably wouldn't care knowing. But how you respond to like me, like first like saying something about you saying something will decide like how if I would go over the top or not. Like if I say like, nah, that's not cool, why you do that, blah blah blah. Ain't like dang bro, I get it, my bad. So would you like go in front of everybody or would you like, I would blow up in front of everybody. I'm not going to pull you to the side. I'm going to blow up in front of everybody. See, in my situation, in my, how I'll handle it, in that situation, it would depend on the environment. So that's what I was going to say earlier. In that type of environment, if I already didn't want to bring attention to the, to the subject, then I, then I would not bring attention to it while I bring it in front of everybody. But then I would take it to the side and go like, bro, I told you not to say nothing. Why would you say something? Like, what's, what's the problem? But... Because I was going to put it like maybe something that worked, where you have to be, where you don't have to be, but it's probably in your best interest to be a little bit more professional about it. Like, even though somebody's coming at you a certain way, you can still like, hey, well, instead of talking in front of everybody, let's go into an office and, and talk about it. Or, 
you know, keep a calm voice rather than say somebody you were just out on the street or something and somebody disrespected you. Then it's like you just talk whatever you want to talk. Uh, so for me, it would just depend on the environment. And yeah, because I, I kind of, I guess when I said earlier, it was more on the situation. I think it depends. Even if the same situation, I think it would more so depend on the type of environment I'm in at that point in time. Yeah, I guess if it's a work environment, you would be more refrained because, you know, you want to lose your job over somebody else and stuff like that. So I guess, yeah, I can say, like, in a workplace, I'm very refrained. And, like, from, like, I guess I, I know how to put my aggression up, but in the long run, it's not going to be good because that's why I explode so much. But I put my aggression up so much. Like, every time, every conversation I have is, like, I blow up. But... I don't know, I try not to be as aggressive. You have? Yeah, I try. Oh, okay, you say you try. So you don't say he has been. He said he's trying. At least you try, man. People are irritating. <laughs> People are irritating. So. Oh, hey, speaking about work, man, y'all, y'all remember that TikTok? Like, it reminded me of TikTok when, like, the black dude was like, I'll be at work. They'd be like, why are you so quiet? You got oh, yeah. <laughs> That would be that's so true. That's it. It's. I don't know what I'm saying. Head. I'm like, hey, why am I so quiet? I'm just thinking in my head, like, I'm the only nigga here. <laughs> oh. But no, nah, even 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 though I feel like y'all feel like y'all be living like a totally different life at work than y'all be anywhere else. Like. Oh yes. Like I be I be saying stuff at work that I don't I don't even know where I learned that word from. Like it, I I just not not that I be trying to like, it's or anything. It's just that it's two different environments. Like. Me hanging out with, you know, some of my friends and then me hanging out with people. It's just two different type of friend groups. And it's, uh, I just feel like, I don't know, it, it, it's, it's just different. It's just different. Like, work, work, and I be catching myself at work, like, bro, like, it's not you. Are you good? Like, you tell you guys, tell yourself, you good, bro? Yeah, like, got off for myself talking, I'm be like, nah, but it is what it is. Like, too, like, with all my coworkers, like, we, like we're all, like, it's, it's, we're all, it's, like, it's not that many of us, so we're all pretty cool, we hang out with each other outside of work and stuff, and, like, at work, I be chilling, quiet, don't talk to nobody, have my headphones in to myself, and, like, then when I, like, see, they see me outside of work, at, like, bar or just out in general, and they, and they come back to work next, they're like, Lamar is a whole different person outside of work, he talks to us, da 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 he talks, like, and then, um, when we had some new people come in, they finally hung out with me too outside of work, and they came back the next day. They were like, "Dang, I never heard more say more than two words besides uh, going out with him." Because it's just like two different things. Like that, at my job is like, I'm thinking about stuff to move, like progress and move forward. I'm not trying to like slow myself down because at the end of the day, I got goals and like a certain place I want to be at. So that's how I see it. Like, I ain't come to work to be like. Like to stray away from my path in a sense. Like I came to absorb as much I could and just continue improving. Cause like I said, I'm in my career already, so pretty much everything I do is a learning. So I'd rather not go to work and miss out on learning what I want to do versus just sitting around having conversations and stuff too. But it just depends, like you said, it depends on the environment. But I do always find myself thinking like I'm not myself right now. Hmm. But 
speaking on environment, though, what about when it comes to like close friends or family members? Uh, do you ever put yourself handling those situations a little differently because either you want you don't want to lose your friend or you want less family, like you don't want to lose somebody that's like really close to your family based on something that might not even matter five times on five times not five years down the road. But you do see those people that are like, man, I haven't talked to my sister, I haven't talked to my brother in like five years because of something that happened. And usually it's about something that happened that they don't, they don't remember what they was arguing about. Uh, so if y'all handle those type of situations differently, are you with your best friend rather than like a coworker or somebody you don't really mess with, or maybe like a brother or a cousin, y'all handle those situations differently? I feel like for like us, our friend group, we all close enough to where like we'll get mad at each other and then we, we move on from it like five minutes later. Well, yes, I feel like. Remember you said no? I feel like that's how, I feel like that's how we are. We will blow up on each other and you know Bobby gonna knock you out. <laughs> Shout out to Bobby Jones. You listen to the podcast, Bob. So you heard Lamar. The mayor. He's, he's, a, he's a real the nice mayor. person. He's changing his ways. He's he connecting Bobby the dots. Jones. Bobby Jones, the mayor of College Station, so y'all know. Connect those dots, Lamar. Keep doing it, man. <laughs> I know you said. Oh no, I was going to say like when it's people when it's people that I don't have like like people that that, I, that I'm not close with, like everyday day-to-day people are like in school and stuff, I feel like I can be more direct because I like I think of it like a business, like I have things to get done. So I I can easily like, communicate that, but I feel like when it's people that I'm close to or like family, I feel like I give them more grace. Like, 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 let's say, like, somebody, like, bump me. I allow them to bump me again because I'm so close to them. And I try to, like, give them a chance to, like, fix it. But at some point, like, then it's, like, either I just, like I said before, like, I either, like, grew myself in the person. I just interact with them differently to, like, protect myself from, I guess, not, like, getting too vulnerable. But, like, not allowing myself, like, to get close to getting hurt like that again. So I try, like, to prevent, like, the same conflict so like you said um you give them grace so like how i took that like for me i wouldn't say it's me giving them grace because i would still be mad or get mad at them but some like if, if i'm not i'm like half and half like if I, either i'm gonna blow up or i'm be i'm gonna get distant or it might be both i'm blow up first and get distant and that's pretty much how i am with like certain situations too like uh like growing up if me and i got in trouble or something not really like like i got in trouble about I would get distant. I wouldn't talk or nothing like that. But like with friends, I think I would confront it. But also, if it's a big thing, I'm gonna get distant. I'm I'm confronting first, but I'm gonna get distant. So it's either one of those for me. But yeah, I guess I would handle it a little bit different. I wouldn't be as aggressive. Like if my mom made me mad or my dad made me mad, I'm not best just start yelling at them. Like, but then like, I guess your brother or your sister though, you might you're going still be yelling we might yell a little bit but you're still not going over top so it just depends on people and then like your friends is like you got a close relationship with it where um you y'all understand each other it's not like oh yeah that's your friend in front of you. you're not about to just yell at them crazy like over the top you might do it a little bit but then you gonna realize oh what we are about is not that serious and y'all gonna move on from it if y'all have that relationship but like, but like in my family, I think I'm like the most patient. I think that's also why, like, 
I want to say like why it's so easy for me to like just absorb so much that that's happening. Being the most patient, like I kind of like take on more than I should, but I've never been like actually like angry. But my anger, I guess. Family and friends. Uh, I treat everybody the same usually. Well, I'm saying like I like when I was younger, you know, obviously I would treat my family like Lawrence have more grace. Uh, I get more get more chances because I know they're my family. But now since I like got older. I can, you know, make my own decisions and I don't have to rely on people too much. So I don't feel as obligated to do do good as, you know, as people do to you, whatever. But uh, I, I think I give everybody the same amount of chances, friends, families, coworkers. If you're on my bad side, you're my bad side. If you're my good side, you're my good side. I don't, I don't discriminate against families or friends or coworkers because I feel like at the end of the day, man, <clears throat> we're all human. We all deserve the same chances. I shouldn't be able to, uh, you know, same situation with my family or my coworker. I should differentiate, like, oh, just because you're my family, I should treat you a little bit more nicer than my coworker. Even though the coworker probably don't know what's going on, and my family does, and they push it further than my coworker. So to me, it should, like, I should be more mad at my family than the coworker who doesn't, you know, who's, who's ignorant for, to, you know, who I am. So nowadays, I'm just like, I give everybody grace. Okay, um, but talking about family, let's talk about... Vin Diesel. Huh? You said family. Oh, uh, carry on. I think, I think he's passionate back to him, buddy. <laughs> but um, <laughs> talk, talking, talking about family, let's talk about um, Mr. Kanye West. And if you're... Watching, uh, if you have any type of social media, you probably know. Where hey, he y'all saw where he got, uh, he got her a truck or a car. It said something on it. Yeah, that was he was pushing P on that one though. Did he be on Valentine? It was. He was pushing P on that one. I ain't gonna count. <laughs> I would not like that, but. But, no, back like you no. Know, Put yourself in his shoes. Do y'all think that he's handling the situation well, or do y'all think that he has some type? You know, some people think think that he has some type of men- mental issues. Some people are thinking, well, you know, that's a that's a black man that's fighting for his family. Why are y'all laughing at him? Some people are like, even though he's fighting for his family, he can come about it different ways. And I have to put him on social media. You know, it's maybe maybe it's his fault that they're not together in the first place. He's fighting for his family. But so I'm, I'm just saying, there's just so many different ways to look at it. How, what are y'all opinions on, first of all, the situation as a whole, and then how Kanye, because he's done some crazy things, like, but just some crazy things, like, you know, he bought a house right next to Kim Kardashian. Crazy. So I'm saying, well, let me take it back. I, what, what I was going to say was, he's done some crazy things in people's eyes, but also, he has had things to back up what he's done. Because he, he bought the house next, next to Kim Kardashian, everybody thought he was, like, very toxic. But then he was like, well, nothing's keeping me from my kids. So if I got to see my kids, I'm just going to buy the house next to him. Okay. Um, that was a great move. Uh, and then you also have, like, the Pete Davidson stuff where he's saying that, like, he's posting pictures of him and saying that you, you can't never see my kids. And you, always, you, you, well, you, you always get two sides of the story because Kim Kardashian is saying that, He's very toxic and she's trying to keep her kids away from him because for like for their safety and Kanye's like no like i'm we're divorced or separated 
but I still want to see my kids, so like, don't take my kids away from me. So it's like, how, how do y'all, how do y'all see it? Because I, I do think that Kanye has some type of mental issues, but I can see good and bad in what he's doing, honestly. I just don't think he's coming about it the right way. Like, I, don't, I think he's at that age where he does not use social media. He doesn't know that like everybody's gonna see this stuff and like, like what type of picture he's painting of himself. The way he's doing it, so I just want to get y'all's opinion on that. First off, to, to go out of state, I supported him moving right next to her. That was a whole move. That was a real good move by him. I support Why? Him. Why? Why? For, like I said on the open forum, like if we break up or whatever, why you gonna see me have a flight? You gonna see me like having? You gonna see everybody at the house? <laughs> it's okay. It's okay because he's toxic. I'm not saying he's toxic. I'm saying he, he a good what man. You, what you just explained was very toxic. What? Also, like, you, obviously, you're going to see people having fun, having a party at the next house. Like, That's I'm toxic, making, bro. I think I'm toxic having a party at his crib. I'm just saying it was a good move. Like, it could have moved down the street. How you know? If the house is better down the street, how would you know? That? How would you know? How would you know the house next door? <laughs> hey, we're thinking. That's what we're we're going to say the house is better next door. Then the kids just come over. They can walk to the house. Honestly, for me, I think he, I, I, I think he, he okay. He's straight. He know better. Mental issue or not, he know better. You know what I'm saying? We can't peg it as a mental issue because it don't like, it's just what we're saying. You never know. You, we, like, yeah. we, don't, we don't know what's going on behind closed doors. Like, she can be doing some crazy stuff or he can yeah. be doing some crazy stuff. It's like, it's, it's not like we only see what they post. We're not in their lives. So I, like for me personally, like the whole social media or like is Kanye right or is he wrong? Is he? I don't care because like I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what she's doing. So who am I to speak on something that's control being controlled pretty much? Like, and at the end of the day, that's like free promotion for him because everybody goes, oh he got mental issues, oh he's doing it wrong, or they're going back and forth. But then he's gonna post drop an album. And all that people that was talking about them and like, like, like all that, they're gonna buy the album, and it's gonna just because he been doing all this, so they're gonna be curious to see, oh, is he gonna sing or rap about this on the album? He's gonna bring this up on the album. It's basically just giving them free publicity. I will say, you're, I agree with both you and Sharon said, Lamar, that might not be mental issues, but you you know what's going on behind closed doors. But I also agree that. I do think he's a very smart man when it comes to like his business. He's incredibly smart. And I will say, he's one of those people that where he does start making a lot of commotion when his album, start com- when the album comes out. His album comes out next week. And he's been the, the center of attention for the past two, three months for everybody. That's pretty much every, that's pretty much every artist. Yes, yeah, every artist. Pretty much, because they know, like, if I... If me and you rappers, I start dissing you on Instagram and stuff like that. Everybody that's following our little beef, they're going to tap into the album. From both sides, they're going to tap into the album. So, it's, you can't be, like, not to downplay people with this type of person you are, but, like, you can't get caught up in social media. Because eventually you're going to get to the point where it's like, why am I on here? And you're going to want to delete all of it. Because it's not, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But you have business and stuff, then yeah, it's good because you're promoting your business and stuff on it. But you have those people that be really worried about people's lives and stuff. And it's like, 
it's too much. Like, what you, what you think? My bad, go ahead, there. No, I'm just saying, like, my thing is, I, I agree because now you see Kanye, like, after you make all this commotion, now you see Kanye, he's on every every shade room post. He's on every every basketball game. He's, he's, he's uh, they're showing him, they're showing him courtside. He had the Super Bowl with all the big people just like himself. Like, he's everywhere. So he's definitely putting up more his album. But then I got to think about, you got to think about, too, like, his kids, like, you know, he brought his kids into it, and he was saying that, like, being kind of, I mean, he, he has been petty, for sure, because he, cause he also apologized for being petty. Like, he apologized. You look at his Instagram. I, I, I never realized I wasn't following Kanye on, on Instagram, so I followed him about two days ago, just so I could see what was going on. Like, he's like, more said, free publicity. Uh, but, like, he was posting stuff about Kim Kardashian and, and their kids, and then he, then he literally deleted everything. His next post was him apologizing for like posting that stuff, and then the very next day he posts the same stuff again, like same type of stuff again. So it's like he is being petty with it, but I don't know if it's for the business or he just not right in the mind. Uh, I want to say again, him moving right next door to make some true king. <laughs> like, what y'all what y'all think about like you know how that influences? other people you know like like jay said like hey man i started following him <clears throat> just to see what's going on and uh people can clink you know to that and then you know are over there saying like i might move next to my ex-wife no i'm not i'm just saying i'm not saying i would do it i'll just i support him doing it you support him but but what if you no know, we're not right man what if like more people start doing that like yeah. follow what he what he does just because yeah, he's fluent and everybody's like oh man Kanye did it. Why, why can't I do it? Just look, just look at it firsthand. Kanye was one of the people in the world that started the like the distress, dirty look and stuff, clothes like clothing and stuff. He's, he's the first person to put that on on the mainstream. Like where I remember Kanye before he was getting into like the really distress stuff, he was selling t-shirts, white t-shirts oh, that had man. nothing on them for like three hundred bucks. Like even the, one the first. Person. 300 bucks. After, 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 no, like this, yeah, this, this before the holes or nothing. This is like plain white tees on Kanye's. This is, this is when like Father Stretch My Hands was out. When that album came out, after that, he, on this, because he was selling everything on title. After that, he was selling like plain white tees for like 300 bucks, 200 bucks. And it's like, that's influence. Everybody was like, well, but Kanye's doing it. If I can't have some, some people like buying him, buying his stuff is having some piece of Kanye saying like, People see your shoes and they're like, oh, you, got, you got some Yeezys on. That's influence. You got you got a Yeezy shirt on. That's influence. Like, you got anything that has pertaining to him. Even if you got like, even if you got like, his style. I remember back when I was in college, like when I first got to college, like 2015, 2016. Um, Bryson Tilly was big. That's when everybody's wearing a flannel. I have a closet full of flannels. I have like the hats. Everything like Bryson Tilly because that's all I was listening to. That's influence. And I feel like he has a huge influence, and that's part of the reason why he's doing what he's doing. He's trying to get that big influence, like I was saying, his album's coming out. But I don't think it's just, just when the album comes out. I think he's like that all the time, and that's why he's probably seeing it now. But mm. I digress. I don't know. Sometimes it get weird, though, because like, people will be having an influence over other people. Like, then you'll see him get their same haircut. Get their faces tatted on them, all that. It's like people be too invested in other people's lives, cause like at the end of the day, those people don't know you. 
Like, we've been completely honest. All, all, we pretty, like, it's just, you're just putting money in their pocket, but they generally don't know you. Like, say, for instance, um, like, when, like, I guess, like, Kanye situations, people, you might be people out there that's like, yeah, he's, they hate Kanye because how he treated her, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, damn, you don't even know this guy, but he got this much power over you because of you watching his life type of thing. So we can't really be influenced by social media stuff. But people are, like, it's big time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? There's, there's, there's people out there, man, that just, that's, that's their dedication to their life. They, they wake up. Get on Twitter, get on Facebook, you know, get on Instagram, seeing seeing what's going on in somebody else's life. And I feel like it's like a like how we talked about earlier, it's like a negative influence on like who you want to be and stuff like that, and how you and how you uh, approach people. Like how we talked about earlier, like confrontation. Like I feel like they take those situations to see what other people say about stuff, and they actually, you know, they comes into the, their life, and then they actually use and do that to other people. And you're, I'm looking at them sometimes, but like, man, I swear I've seen. Somebody else do that same thing, and I see on social media people doing the same thing. And I'm like, man, they just—they actually, you know, get so influenced, and get so into it, in tune with it, that they, you know, they become almost like that kind of person or those kind of people. And then it's kind of weird, like that, that negative influence. I'm saying sometimes negative, sometimes positive, but sometimes just—I just—I don't see it as people being their own self. You know, they get so sucked into what's going on. It's crazy. Yeah, I also gotta look at like, like an example, like the dunks, like the shoes, the dunks, man. Like nobody was wearing dunks growing up, growing up. Like if he was wearing dunks, those those are like off-brand forces, like. But. Yeah, I was wearing dunks all the time when I grew up. I ain't paying three hundred dollars for us. I pay fifty. That's well, that's what I'm saying. Like nothing's wrong with it, but like I mean, I used to wear like blazers and stuff. Like blazers, blazers is coming back, and I used to wear blazers and stuff. Now, blazers cost like 160, 180 bucks, like. Uh. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, people was wearing them, but it wasn't, but it wasn't like if he was wearing them, it was just like a normal shoe. You know what I mean? Now he's wearing dunks, but like, you know, somebody got like two thirty, two hundred bucks. Once they got in retail, which that's very very rare now, unless you're a reseller, you wearing two hundred, two hundred thirty dollar shoes at least on your feet. Like, some shoes came out today, and I was looking at them. They went retail for one seventy. Five minutes later, they re, they were reselling for two forty. It's crazy. Like it's, it's crazy how stuff, stuff like that happens. And usually it's come from like it comes from influence. When you see the famous people wearing them, when you see the hype behind it, the, the demand for it, it automatically goes from like dunks are twice the price now. Like you get some dunks to come out retail at one ten, you can resell them for two twenty, two thirty. That's hundred percent profit that you get on the shoe based on influence. Yeah, yeah, the, like, people are gonna buy it. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's someone out there that's gonna pay for it. Yeah, like the easy, like the easy shoes. He doesn't. He, he he still comes out with Yeezys, but not not like he used to. But you see how much how like the demand is for him because of what he's wearing. Like look at look at uh like the Balenciaga, the Balenciaga runners and stuff like that. Those shoes are I don't give what you say. Those shoes are ugly. Like Balenciaga, the new the new Christian yours that look like Skechers, like. They're all ugly to me. They're all ugly. I wear those shoes, bro. People only wear them for the hype, but. You see famous rappers and famous basketball players and famous people wearing them. Now, those companies going to upsell and still get people to buy them because the manager, just because an influencer was wearing them. Like, it's all it's all influence, man. It really just 
close down. So you gotta be yourself and figure out what you like. Yeah, figure out what you like. You. You think there's a negative influence, and or you, you think that's just like you know, just it's gonna be the rest of life, you know, that's how it's gonna be. I don't, I don't think it's negative unless you take it negative, like stuff like that. I don't think it's negative because people gonna wear what they wanna wear, regardless. Like if you like it, you like it. I'm not gonna knock nobody for going to buy five hundred dollars ugly shoes. Like that's what you like. That's what you like. If you wanna do it because somebody wearing, do that. I will say one thing I see negative is that like. A lot of younger people, I see this with my nephew sometimes, they're on social media. Wait, 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 wait. Why you say in a, a, a lot of young people so smooth as if like you just some old cat? I'm talking about like people on your, like younger than us, like people's in high school now. Like, I see a lot of I young like in college, you'll be, in college, we really don't be really influenced that much, like, unless by your peers. I feel like in high school, you try to find yourself, in middle school, you try to find yourself. I feel like that's when you're more. I feel like college, that's when people find themselves, but based on like your peers and stuff. I'm talking about, like high school, middle school. But, anyways, uh, I see that it's a negative impact on. Uh, I feel like every every middle schooler has a phone now. Like they're all on social media, they're all on TikTok, like they're all on Instagram and Twitter. Meanwhile, for us, like we have MySpace and maybe Facebook, but that was pretty much it. And so really, kick used to go crazy. I ain't gonna. <laughs> Kicky's <laughs> to go crazy. But did y'all use Ubu? Nah. Hey, Ubu, Ubu was the one. Bro, Ubu was FaceTime before FaceTime. Ubu, Ubu was bad influence. Because <laughs> <laughs> nah, back, back in the day, I didn't like really be on the phone like FaceTiming people. So I was, I was always texting. Uh, we had that to be lit. <laughs> Kick was, kick, was cool. kick was cool because he had kick on the iPod, you know, he got a he can go on the iPod and text hey. <laughs> We talk about social media, hey, those to be honest posts. <laughs> oh, for real, bro. But I always cringe when I get those 10 years, uh, you get those posts on Facebook from 10 years ago, and it's like, TBH, you cute, da 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 da. I'm like, what the heck? I mean, bro, I haven't talked to this person in 10 years, like. <laughs> but, no, I was saying, like, Stuff like that. It's just that I feel like our younger generation, like people under us, younger than us, are just they're gonna influence. I feel like they are gonna be more techno tech, technologically advanced than us. But uh, no, I think really, like, like TikTok, for example. Like my sister's been on TikTok all the time. All the time, but like I caught myself sometimes asking her, "Hey, hey, how y'all do that? Hey, can y'all show me how?" Like, can y'all, <laughs> Edit my video for me, blah blah blah. Like most of the time, it'd be them doing it for me. Yeah, yeah like what about it? Yeah, I feel like our tech, our tech industry is gonna go crazy. But like, what about our other like soft skill in, industry? Where you talking about Bree? Where I feel like we're they're gonna lag. I feel like we're we lag from generation above us. Like, are you gonna be able to talk to people? Like, how are we gonna be interviewed? Our um, like our our soft skills and our communication skills because <clears throat> I can still. The people in high school right now, they're probably being on the phone the whole time, in middle school, the whole time. I, when I'm with my nephews, I actually, when they with me, we going outside to play. Like, we ain't going to be on, inside on the game or nothing. We're going outside to hoop or go ride bikes. Are we going fishing? We do all that stuff. We're not going to be on the game all day. And like, for me, growing up, I didn't even have a game. Like, I didn't even have no system, nothing like that. Like, all I used to do was ride my bike around the station and... Sherman, no, because yeah. Sherman, Colossation is small, so like, 
Because it's a small we used, we, used be in, we used to be in different neighborhoods just riding our bikes. Wow, bro. Riding bikes. We used to ride to Lincoln Center, we used to play basketball. Like, that's what we used to do. Like, I was never on no game or nothing. So it's just, I feel like it's, it's only negative if it's used in a negative way. Like, it can be very well, our world is way more connected now because of technology, but it can also cause a downfall, I feel like, on our communication and, and soft skills. I think I had some rough childhoods. I had no games. Y'all had no games, man. Y'all had some rough childhoods. I still don't have no games. I haven't played games since I was 10. Uh, no, I can remember, like, because my dad was kind of a game. I wouldn't say he was a gamer, gamer, like, where he was streaming stuff, but he would play, like, the old school games, like, God of War, stuff like that. But. Mortal Kombat? Yeah, no, nah, he, nah, he played games like that. He wouldn't play, like, the kind of like cool like the like look real cool games type of thing it's hard to explain because i don't really i only remember god of war and like that's the only games you really played so we always had a game around but i wasn't but we still grow up like uh you're gonna be on game for like an hour or two then y'all going outside and then that's where like we're walking around everywhere riding bikes like i said riding bikes everywhere and like we always wanted to be out and i i that's how i guess i incorporate that a little bit like, if I'm at home and I'm just bored, my sister's there, I'll, I'll let them come with me, like, we go get food or whatever, just to, like, not be in that, like, headspace of, like, stay in the house, like, no, nah, I gotta do something. Yeah. Yeah, for me, for, like, <clears throat> sometimes I think it's negative because, like Jay says, commun- communication and stuff, I feel like the influence, influencees are so, like, Know, the hot topic whatever you want to call it bro but like you see people out in the world i know y'all see it all the time probably lauren see it all the time at school like people dress the same like like to me it's 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 no differentiate who you are like you want to be like that person like i know when we're younger we always try to like do our own style but nowadays it's like you don't do your own style you, you find that one person or those people and you do what they do I, I, I know for a fact that that's kind of hard, f- like the jobs wise. So I know, like me coming to get a job, I have to become a different person. And I know, like with those career fairs, engineering career fairs, I see all those people same suit, same tie, because they, they see those people on TV or whatever have the same suit, same tie, same shoes, and they keep getting rejected and rejected. It's like the same person, talk the same. They present yourself the same. It's like, and I can bust up in there, you know what I'm saying? With all yes, this. Yes, sir. Nice. With some uh, gold loafers and now I'm playing like that. Pimp like, suit. don't hire this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but really what it is, is like, there's no differentiating like who you are now, I feel like, uh, oh, because man. everybody's trying to do the same. And and it's, it's kind of hard to talk to anybody. Because they, they talk the same, they act the same, they dress the same. They might have the same name, too, you know? <laughs> everybody, everybody named Lamar and Jay. So I'm like, fuck. I'm Top two. Lamar Excuse me? I'm the Lamar you ever met. Lamar. I'm, I met Lamar Odom. He's not me. He's not me. He's not me. No, for real, I think it's crazy. You know, kind of how Shannon was saying how, like, everybody is... I mean, I feel like people dress similar, but in a different way, I guess. But um, 
but how you kind of kind of like find that that um that style and you just kind of kind of latch on to it but it's crazy like just think like when a when a um when a post goes viral or like a tiktok or something goes viral and see like lamar is in college, college station now i'm in houston and you got somebody else or wherever and we all see in the same video like it's just crazy how connected we are and like say say a, a post gets or a tiktok gets 14 15 000 views can you imagine like 14,000 people, 15,000 people seeing the same thing from around the world. It's just insane to think about how how like how connected we are. Just think about it. So you got say it's like some, let's say whatever the fat that's in right now, the white the white forces where we was on white forces back in the day, like that was normal. But you see TikTok and everybody got white forces on. Everybody everybody on Instagram got white forces on because everybody's seen the same post. So then you got people. You got 15,000 people going by white forces because that's what they've seen on the internet. And it's just crazy. That's why people dress alike because everybody's seeing the same stuff and anything about the algorithms. And uh, everybody's different about like people live similar lives. Like everybody goes to school, not everybody goes to school, but everybody lives similar to a sense, similar lives. So our, to a point, all of our algorithms are going to show majority of the same videos. That's why we, everybody sees the same stuff. But yeah, it's just the same. When we see the numbers, it's just insane to see, like, I can send something to my friend who's in Dallas or anywhere, and they had already seen that video the same day or the day before. We're just already so connected. It's just crazy to think about. Just with that, though, that's where you have to have your own identity. Because I feel like if you ask anybody that's around me or I've been around, like, I want to say, like, a certain amount of time, I feel like you can't compare me to nobody. Like you can say like Lamar stands out in his own way. Who 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 can you compare me to? Since you want to make that face turn. Cause it was. No, I'll say I'll say. But hold on, y'all have Bob Lips, but I'm saying like <laughs> personality all the way around. I feel like you don't get that. You wouldn't get a Lamar somewhere else. Like I feel like I pretty much. Bobby, you never met Bobby? Yeah. <laughs> Bobby's a, like Bobby, perfect example. Whole caliber, whole, whole caliber of his own. <laughs> like, oh my god. NBA. Like, like he's in his own category, but that's why we call him Bob's because he's who, who who else can you like connect to? Because he he just he does his own identity. Like if he does something and like say I tell you I tell you he did something, you but like, yeah that sounds like Bobby. Not just him, like all yeah, of them. That, that goes for everybody. Yeah, that's what I said. Like, I feel like I have my own identity where if someone tells you I did something, you like, yeah, that sounds like him. Or they say something, but nah, that, nah, that's not Lauren. Like, that's what I'm trying to get at. Like, I feel like it's some people out there that do have their own idea, but then yeah, like you, like I said, people do be influenced by like these famous people and just or like TikTok and social media in general. Yeah, I swear I saw Lamar buy some white forces last couple months ago. I had no pair of white forces since high school. Nothing, but nothing. See, that's the thing. Like, it it gets so crazy that there becomes like a negative connotation to these things. There's nothing wrong with white forces. There's nothing wrong I'm with black not forces. Spending money on them. I'm not spending money there's, on them. Yeah, there's not, there's nothing wrong with black forces, but now they have such a big a big connotation because 
of social media saying that oh we're black forces you minister now so now nobody try to wear well ministers well I got I got a pair of black forces still I'm starting to think because it's too much maintenance like once you crease on this yes. like, they done that, that's what I don't know growing up until I graduated high school I had like three pair three pair of white forces at a time because I have my new pair every year every year <laughs> every year I got a new pair. Seventy-five dollars every year. Yeah, yeah, now, now, now they're one thirty. Yeah, so, so, man, that's, that's, that's how I feel right now. That's too much. Yeah, every every year I get new pair of forces, but then my forces from the last year wouldn't be as bad, so I'll keep them. And then you gotta have those beaters that you know. Uh, you know that nah that the white tee. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dang, nah, walking around busted Air Force is a good note. Nah, it's just. You just you know you you just keep them because you keep them around. But I always keep I always keep my white pair, my new white pair every year, and I have another pair from from the previous year. But it was it was always crisp because first of all you don't wear them that much, and I, you know we gotta keep the force fills. I used to wash, them. I used to clean them every week, no creases. That's just it. Man, but for me, if I feel like it was a culture thing, man, you know all the black now I don't wanna say all black, but all the people who. Living all the African Americans, the AAs <laughs> out there, you know we, we got we know we wore those shoes because it was cheap, it was clean, it was yeah. it was it was good enough. Your parents could afford them, and then now yeah. I just feel like now people are wearing them just because. It's, it's I don't know, what, right? I don't know what some 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 girls start wearing it with a with a, a plaid skirt or some shit like that. I don't know some some Chinese Asian girl. <laughs> Why she got Chinese Asians? I don't know. I see a muscle on TikTok. This guy. Anyways, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, I felt like it was like a not a disrespect to our culture, but like a I don't know what to say, extortion to our culture because it's like we wear all these shoes, we get these all the time, and then that's a a traditional thing. That's a tradition that we all got when we was kids. Now, not a kids, they ain't really. I'm gonna say. My kids won't get that tradition. Like, hey, you get these shoes. That's what we always used to do. This is part of the culture. But then I was like, nah, it's that's a exploit kind of kind of thing right there. Like, you can't get those. You gotta get something else. See, I don't I, know. It's kind of, I would let my I, kids choose. Like, if they want to, I, I chose chose those shoes every year. And everybody in my school chose those shoes every year. You know what I'm saying? But now it's like, nah, man, I don't want to choose those shoes because ABC got them now. They all wearing them. Well, I can't get them. They Three hundred dollars now. See, yeah, like, I, I'm not buying shoes that other people have because I, um, but then at the same time I'm still not buying shoes because they over like they tax now. Like, I'm not spending. Don't. No yeah, like if it's not a, like that hundred to one hundred and ten frame, I'm not buying them. I, I have no problem wearing my Crocs. I wear my Crocs everywhere I go. Like, Even Crocs, I was mad at Crocs because you know, you remember high school, Crocs was only like twenty-five dollars at Walmart. Hey, that them was. They're like, yeah, I got, I paid. Yeah, I paid sixty for them. That's a lot for some Crocs, bro. You just hey, I, get shoes. I get my used clothes. I get my used clothes. I wear them everywhere I go. I wear them to the club. I wear them uh, everywhere around the house. Well, I'm, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, we used to buy them us. You buy them us anywhere twenty, twenty dollars. You bought TJ Maxx and bought some Crocs. They still the brand Crocs. Now they $6,500. Just because they got, some, got, got a dinosaur stick on there. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. <laughs> dinosaur sticker and some polka dots. You're like, oh, man, I'm worth 300 What? 
Three hundred. Oh my god! I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I would not do that. I Bro, she got a she got a cock for every. She just showed us her her cock. Ex- ex- she ex- got ex- a ex- cock ex- for every every color cock. Social media. Wait, wait, show that one more time. Let me see. What, is, is that Crocs Crocs or is that, uh, what's the thing it's called? Crocodiles? Alligators? Uh, she got every color. That's Dang. Crazy. I have one. Six, 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 six each, right? 60 each. Damn. No, actually, we'll also get student discount, get 25% off every time buy Crocs. But I think I think they're like 25, 29. I never spent that much on Crocs. And uh, I you got the white and I have, and I wear kids kid sizes so they're like they're size three. Well, there That's go. why they're twenty something dollars. Yeah, I will say I'm a kid size. I prefer Birkenstocks over Crocs though, but I'm gonna keep that to myself. Hundred percent. The Birkenstocks are hard, bro. Baby Birk. Okay. I have the Crocs sandals too, but I don't feel like. Getting him out. Sorry, like you got forces. You got black forces too. I've <laughs> had a pair of forces. I don't. Yeah. When I grew up, only only was allowed to wear. My mom would buy me like Nike walking shoes. But now I have like a pair of like I have like some Air Maxes and like a pair of Daybreaks. Are you too lit? I thought you said. Where you eat at? And I was like, I was like, hey, why are you downplaying her for what she was wearing? Let me see. Oh, you're stupid. <laughs> oh, I got my first pair of Jordans, um, like as a gift when I when I got my ring. When I got my pair of Jordans, but I have Is Jordan Jordans or Shaq's. Oh, that's clean. Crazy though. Can we keep the Jordans? Alright. A white Air Max with the eighty-eight in got my first pair of Jordans. See the first pair I got. Okay. Got to call my sixes, so y'all know. Call my sixes on deck. See, that was, so that, was, that was a gift? That was a gift? Yeah, that was a gift. For, like, oh, my cool. ring. One of my friends. Who <laughs> you got some good friends, because my friends wouldn't do that for me. I, see, uh, a lot of people don't like those, but I don't, that's my type of shoe, man. They're comfortable and they're cheap. I like them because of the cream, but, but the ones I wanted that my friend had, she had, like, the black it was like black, white, and green or something. It was a nice color. Yeah, I got the black, I got the black, white, and yellow ones. Yeah. All the time in high school, middle school, used to. That's what cheap shoe, twenty, fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Get you right, huh? You know you ain't do that, man. But yeah, we want everybody to go off get the merch, and then when y'all do get it, send us pictures, cause I want to do like an appreciation post and post everybody on there and your jacket, so or your shirt or whatever. Set us picture in, and we'll post you. So Are they still on sale right now? Yeah. It's still on sale. They're 15? 50% off right now. So if you listen to this episode, you go get that. Go get that 50% off. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, go, so go, go get that stuff, man. Go get it. It's out there for y'all right now. I'm going to go get the merch. So let's circle back to Kozis. Because, like, like I said, like when I heard that, collect the dots, connect them, and then change the dots, that really stuck with me. So I think that's something good to do. But also like to speak on both halves of our conversation is to uh, not get caught up in that social media influence because 
at the end of the day, social media is not really all it, all it's portrayed to be. There you have it. That's a good summary, man. All right, now. Well, I'm huh? Listen to how I do the closer. I did the intro, how I did the closer. Good thing, man. It's all yours. Yeah. All right, now I have listened to the Lamar J podcast. See y'all next week for another episode. Tomatoes, 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 tomatoes. Coconuts. Dang. That's how you do it. All right, there you go. We got another Let's Get Active open forum episode. That's how you do it, Lamar. You need some energy. So we got Sharon with us, Lauren with us. And that's it. So Lamar, Sharon, Worm. Lauren, what are you about to do? Let's get active. Let's get active. <laughs> Let's do it. But until next time.